Now, robot reporting might sound like something way off in the future, maybe not even desirable, but we're already seeing it in action. The Washington Post has been using artificial intelligence um, since last year. It produced around 850 articles using its own technology. And what you'll find is a lot of the bigger houses, if you like, for journalism, they will have their own technology and they'll use it in different ways. But by and large, smaller outlets aren't anywhere near this. Uh, in Korea, Kaist will hold an AI World Cup in November and December, showcasing the most advanced AI technology, including robot journalism. And this morning's person is Dr. Park Ye-jin from Kaist. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> It sounds fun, the AI World Cup 2017, mm-hmm. um, being held by your organization or your institute, rather. How will that work, though, th- this tournament? Okay, so KAIST has a long history of hosting Robot World Cup since 1996. So in the past, the participants used to build the actual physical robots to compete in soccer leagues. Mm. But now, starting this year, it'll be an online simulated AI soccer game that's based on rolling updates. So the participants can choose to compete in one of the three areas. First is a five-on-five AI soccer match itself which will be held in the online simulated environment. Second will be an automatic generation of game commentary on the soccer games. And third is the AI game reporters, who will be writing articles on the online soccer events. And I think that last part is of real interest to us particularly, because um, I'm sure many of us will have encountered the first two through computer games. Mm -hmm. But to get an accurate report, an authentic report, And many of us probably have come across Washington Post articles and been completely sold on them, that they may have been <laughs> written by human beings completely. Um, so you've already held open lectures on various AI subjects, including robot journalism. How would you define that exactly? It's software-generated news. So basically, when the news articles are automatically generated by machines or computer programs, rather than by human reporters. For this reason, it's also known as automated journalism, or algorithmic journalism. Mm. In a broader sense, I would say it's more than just writing articles, and it can include a wider scope of tasks, including, for example, preparing supplementary images or videos to accompany the articles, or even automatically generating captions for a given photograph. This is already happening, as I think we've made clear, but can you tell us the current state of play uh, and how far news production has come? in Mm -hmm. automated terms. Sure. The AI reporters are currently capable of automatically collecting the data from online and extracting the necessary data from the collected information and then finally writing this into a readable format. Because they write stories based on the data that it is fed into, it requires information that is in a structured format or the information that can be easily processed into a structured format, so it's pretty data-dependent at the moment. And for the writing part, the system relies on algorithms that's pre-written by, um, that is pre-written by humans, the pre-written instructions and templates. Yes. We call these the rule-based systems in computer science terms because it follows a set of predefined rules. So, for example, let's take a weather reporting AI Um, let's say when the temperature is above a certain level and the precipitation is below a certain level, the AI reporter can write 
that the weather is hot and sunny. And humans are the ones that are that's responsible for programming this into the AI. Mm. And we are also responsible for deciding which sentences or expressions to use when writing the article. So the set of vocabulary that the AI robots are using is quite limited, I guess, and highly dependent on humans that are creating the software. Do they have an advantage, these robots, when it comes to fact-checking? Yes and no. These Robots are faster because they can process a larger amount of data in a shorter amount of time than humans with its high computing power. But they're less accurate, and there will be always false positives and false negatives when we are using the AI. Right. So humans are still the gold standard, but they're expensive and they're slow. And the current technology can be used to supplement human efforts For instance, as a quick first-step filtering process. But we should really be careful on just relying on this algorithm on its own. Sounds scary. (laughs) I can imagine bosses in a room somewhere talking about whether they should, in the future, hire humans or not. You know, talking about us as expensive and slow. (laughs) Oh, dear. But what about this whole fake news discussion? So we talk about fact-checking there. Um, using technology to be able to detect fake news sounds promising, mm-hmm. uh, at least to flag up problematic areas. Can you tell us how AI would detect fake news? So fake news detection is an extremely hot topic among not just researchers, but practitioners all around the world. Yes. So the um, my lab, um, data science lab in School of Computing at KAIST, we developed an AI technology that detect rumors or false claims on Twitter, which is one of the big social media platforms for today's news consumption. Um, What we did was we first identified certain traits and patterns with spreading of rumors as opposed to non-rumors. So we found some structural pattern of the network, temporal pattern of information propagation, and linguistic traits that are associated with rumors. And then based on this idea, we built an automated machine learning algorithm, which decides whether a tweet is a rumor or not, with a pretty high accuracy, around 90%. So in general, these specific traits that are associated with fake news need to be first understood. Then automatic algorithms can be implemented based on these observations. Are there particular examples that you'd want to introduced for us, though, of AI successfully catching fake news? We actually found multiple instances of AI spreading fake news rather than catching fake news, which is pretty ironic. So during our study, we noticed many examples of automated accounts on Twitter or the so-called spam bots starting the rumors on social media. So we are currently working on analyzing their characteristics of these automated spam bots by studying their tweeting patterns. And we're trying to figure out how we can utilize this information to quickly catch rumor starters and propagators. So uh, coming back to what you were mentioning before, where robot journalism currently thrives, you know, away from fake news and that issue, um, sports games, the weather, these seem like fairly innocent, fact-based reports where you can perhaps rely more on AI. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, so what are the areas of reporting that we'll see more easily replaced? So as you mentioned, AI can be quite useful to generate reports that are straight and to the point. 
content. And it's good at creating any content that's based on routine and structured information. So sports is definitely one. Weather is another. And finance is also a big one. Um, on the other hand, they're pretty weak in generating content that requires decision-making process on the fly or personal opinions like yeah. editorials. Yeah, I was going to say we're not going to see an editorial anytime soon then. <laughs> But... There's also been a discussion that there may be a gulf um, between the bigger outlets and the smaller outlets. And I mentioned this very briefly before. The, the, the media companies that seem to be most interested in this, they tend to be the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the vast majority of journalists are being left behind. Can, can you tell us, are there any notable names, though, that are particularly advanced in using this technology? Sure. Uh, media outlets that actually utilize software to automatically create news articles are Forbes, LA Times, press associations, etc. Um, Forbes was one of the earliest pioneers that published computer programs, I mean, that used computer programs to generate financial reports on corporate earnings and their quarterly performance. And they've been using this since 2012. So it's been more than five years, around five years. And LA Times, they implemented QuakeBot, which is the weather reporting robot, which automatically generates a short article when the earthquake occurs. And Associated Press, they started producing automatic stories that cover baseball games starting last year for U.S. minor league baseballs. So there, there's a bit of experimentation going on there as well at this point. Mm -hmm. Maybe once it becomes more established, we'll see this technology being um, syndicated or, or used more widely. Let's talk a bit more about the language side. It's something that maybe you're working on in the lab yourself. C can you tell us how far away robots are from being able to use more intricate language, becoming opinionated, being able even to write editorials? Do, do you think that uh, <laughs> they'll be able to produce more readable reports soon? Yeah, so the future of data journalism that the scientists are dreaming for is that using the advanced deep learning technologies, we are hoping that the software learns on its own or self-trains how to generate news by understanding which event is important and which expressions are suitable without humans having to feed in the instructions. Mm. But this is our dream goal and it's going to take time. And human reporters are currently playing an important role in making the decision on which data will be collected and processed for stories and in the process of defining story templates, setting the tone, etc., which is irreplaceable by robots. So I personally believe AI can supplement human reporters, but they definitely cannot replace them at the moment. And I don't think this will change in the immediate future. Dr. Park, thank you very much for being here with us <laughs> no as problem. this morning's person. <laughs> You're very welcome. This is my pleasure. Dr. Park Yejin from KAIST.